Hey guys, this is Zoe with 2A4 Today. I'm here with Julia James. She's from Indiana. And get this, Indiana's got constitutional carry before South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I'm not rubbing it in, but I am. Crazy, <laughs> anyway. Julia is a gun rights activist, obviously an enthusiast. Now, do you sell arms as well? Yes, sir. Yeah, I work for Black Rain Ordinance. We're based out of Neosha, Missouri. So I'm kind of fresh back into the industry, but I used to work in the industry years ago too for a wholesaler and was a certified uh, instructor through the NRA at 1.2. So, yeah. Outstanding. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that, you know, gun safety training and, yeah. and women in, you know, gun right advocacy. Yeah, well, uh, I love that you mentioned it that way because that's the number one reason that I got into it. Uh, a lot of times in my field, I started in retail when I was 19, and I just noticed that a lot of women are very timid and they're scared when handling it. Uh, for one, I love the fact that they respect the, the power of a firearm, so I could see, all right, well, let's just educate you so you feel confident in that. And so I uh, got certified with that focus in mind because I love the idea of actual woman empowerment. So um, that was the whole reason I got into it. I did it. I've, I've taught some men as well, but my focus was, hey, girl, let me, let me make you feel comfortable and give you the actual American power that you possess. So Outstanding. Yeah, there are some laws trying to make women less empowered and more insecure. Yeah. Like, uh, I think extending background checks can be problematic. Yeah, I mean, I could see how that might be an issue. Uh, Again, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but if you're in a situation and you feel as a woman, I need to go, let me go purchase a firearm to make myself feel safe, and then you have to wait three days. Well, what is the circumstance that's bringing you to that position that you need to get that firearm, you know? So, I mean, are, are we, we're going, okay, so for the next three days or however long, you're going to still feel uneasy and hopefully nothing happens in that time. So I, I, uh, I do see that as concerning. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now in your time training, um, you've trained a lot of women. Uh, have you seen any, like, I guess what you could consider, like, saves? Have you heard any stories of people that you train? I mean, I, me personally, I, I, I've heard a lot just in the industry and through friends and through uh, dealers. I have several friends that have stopped uh, rape and attack situations. Um, and I know personally, and I've been there, I've had a lot of women who probably carried themselves just differently knowing that they had that protection about them. I can tell you that it changed who they were and their approach and circumstances, be it out in public, be it late at night. Yeah. A lot of servers who are dealing with, I have to leave after a late shift and I have to walk to my car. Um, so I, just as far as actual specific stories, I'm sure if I thought hard, I could think of some very specific ones, but I've seen women as a whole, their entire demeanor, their confidence, true women empowerment, I've seen happen. Talk in those. That. Yeah, I mean, really truly, we have the power. It's a matter matter of knowledge. It's about claiming that power, and that's what I'm passionate about. I don't think it's. I think it's in celebrating the fact that you're a woman and celebrating the fact that as a mama, you can protect your babies and you can protect yourself. So, I mean, don't be a victim and uh, be protected and be strong. Be fierce. That's my motto. So. All right, this is Zoe Warren with 2A for today. I'm here with Daywan Norris. This is his first NRA event. Tell me a little bit about what you think, man. Man, right now I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I like to see all the vendors here. I, this is why I came out, to meet new vendors and everything like that. Outstanding. Yeah. Now, you're sure you're a gun rights advocate, are you? Yeah, I'm a gun rights advocate. Outstanding. What kind of weapons do you carry? Ooh. Did I carry on me? <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of firearms do you like? Oh uh, man, I'm I'm a Springfield guy. I got a bunch of I got like the new Hellcat, the new nine. Uh, I got some old Smith and Westons I like to carry. 
Rugers every now and then. You know, I, I like them all. It's like it's like candy to me, man. It's like candy. I, I pick, I see one, I can't have it. You know, I, I cry. Smell like gunpowder. Ooh, it's addictive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell nobody. Hey, you got some? <laughs> That's outstanding. Oh man, uh, tell me a little bit about how long you've been here. Have you been here all day? Were you here yesterday? Uh, no, I just got here probably about like an hour ago. I'm just taking my time walking around, seeing all the vendors, picking up their brochures and everything. Actually, to give me ideas for, I'm actually trying to open a gun range here in Houston. Outstanding. So I'm trying to get like different ideas and different things, getting other people, like other vendors to come in to set up and all that great stuff. What do you think about the idea that the Second Amendment was just for muskets? Hmm. I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy that it was just for muskets, and now who owns a musket now? Right. I, I don't. I want one. I want to try to shoot one, but I don't own one. I think, obviously, there's a huge disconnect between what you know, one narrative believes is the, the thought process of the other narrative, you know, or the other side. And that is that there isn't a level of compassion on both sides. You know, both of us have families, all of us have families. And the pro-firearm side versus the anti-firearm side isn't far off in terms of they believe that children need to be protected. Yeah. But how do we protect our child and how do we protect them against evil if you're taking away one of the strongest tools we have to be able to fight evil? And the reality is, good guys, are the only ones that comply with laws. Bad guys aren't going to give up their guns. And we know that. And whether you like it or not, we're way too far down the rabbit hole to ever have a conversation where we can realistically think we're going to stop evil from happening by just simply implementing new laws and regulations. You know what <laughs> it, I mean? it defies nature. I mean, it defies reality. It really does. And, and I think the biggest thing to know is that we care. And the firearms industry as a whole, you know, millions of dollars are invested every year in child safety, um, in training, and then not only that, millions of dollars are invested in mental health awareness, mental health protocol uh, that are done. We have organizations like Walk the Talk America, which is an amazing organization that is, its goal is to prevent gun violence, to uh, educate people on how to recognize individuals that may need um, some mental health uh, counseling. and. These are organizations like that that are funded by firearms manufacturers. You know, there's such a misconception that firearms owners or uh, firearms manufacturer owners are these guys with top hats sitting at the top of the building going, ha!" And the reality is not. They're blue collar, hardworking guys like everybody else that take their kids to school. Yeah. And the idea of them not coming home safe is just as scary to them as to anybody else. But the reality is, is we know it's an age-old adage, but the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun sometimes gun. is a good guy with a gun, and yeah. that's where we're at. You know, this is Zoe Warren, Two Way For Today. I'm here with Adam Ruinala. Yeah. Adam is a, uh, he's the marketing director at Century, Century Arms, Arms and Canic. Yep. Century Arms and Canic, and they're doing some amazing work right now. I mean, they're growing exponentially, and we're talking a little bit of politics. We're talking a little bit of, like, gun rights advocacy and what makes sense, you know? Talk to me a little bit, too, about, you know, this recent episode what are your thoughts about like a ways that we can stop that you know how can we prevent that kind of you stuff? know the reality like I keep going back to is as we've seen in mass uh, mass murders across the world is that people that are set to do evil are gonna find a way to do it you've got 
people running people over with cars. You got bombs. You got knives. You got fists that can I mean, do just as much damage and, and statistically do do more damage than hammers. You know, exactly. Um, the reality is, a we got a people, not a people problem. We've got a hurting people out there that we've got to figure out a way. The amount of passion that is out there across the street, whether it's you know, the protesters that are upset that the NRA show is here uh, because of obviously the, the horrible occurrence in Uvalde. The amount of passions out there I can respect. Yeah. Is it misplaced? I think so. That's my opinion. But I love that people care enough about people they never even met to say we've got to do something. But we need to have a narrative between both sides. And I think that is the first step. There's got to be an olive branch on both sides. And the reality is, you know, I was walking by yesterday and some people were very upset. And this one lady was sweating so profusely. I don't know if it's because she was yelling, but it was also 100 degrees out yeah, there. Hot. And I had an extra water. And I said, do you want this water? And she said, what did you do to it? I said, nothing. It's still sealed. And she said, why would you do that? I said, because you're hot. And you know what? And she was calling me all kinds of names. I got called a racist. I got called a child killer. But the fact of the matter is that the lady's still hot and she's still an American just like me and she needed a water. And I think that's where we have to go is that we're still people, they're still people, and we have to figure out a way to put our differences aside and actually have a constructive conversation about why we're so passionate about firearms and why we believe they are so instrumental in protecting our freedoms and protecting against evil. And they need to be able to say, hey, well, this is why we don't agree. And as civilized Americans that are ultimately all one big family, hopefully we can come to a point where we can understand why both sides are so passionate and find that middle ground. That's good, good. Now, obviously gun culture is about culture. It's, it's not about just having guns in self-defense. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a whole microcosm. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a microcosm, it's a lifestyle, right? Absolutely. Um, is there any way for us to kind of like help bring that lifestyle to mainstream, like to our main street, to our neighborhoods, would that be helpful, do you think? I do, I do. I think, you know, one of the things is years ago, I partnered up with Carl Malone, the mailman, nice. and we did some really cool things where we went out and our goal was to actually get firearms in people's hands that had never shot before, whether it be an inner city youth or the soccer mom from three miles outside of there. And we brought them all together and we let them work with local law enforcement as their instructors and we shot them guns. And people that were adamantly against it, we said, oh, you know what? You have a right, but have an educated reason for why. If you come in, you shoot this gun, you see what the actual reality is. It's not going to full auto. It's not going to, you know, jump out of your hand and do something. Watch how, watch the joy people have. Watch the excitement and the learning that they have once they understand the true grasp of what a firearm is. It's a tool, just like anything else. And then after that, if you want to say, hey, I still don't like him, and I still, I'm going to have even more respect for you because you actually immersed yourself into my culture and then made an uh, opinion. That's what's so great about this country. You're allowed to have an opinion, but at least have an educated one. I think it's on us as gun owners in this country to reach out to our neighbor that says, hey, I really don't like you know, the fact that you have guns. Okay, can I ask you a question? Would you maybe mind coming to the range with me and shooting for an hour? I know it's, I'll make sure it's safe. We can get an instructor in if we need to, if you're gonna feel more comfortable. But then after that, I'll go buy you a beer after that and we can talk about why. And, and if you still don't like it, we never have to have this conversation again and we'll agree to disagree. But I think, you know, you know what it is. When, when people get it in their hand and realize it's just a tool, like a car, like a hammer or anything, and it's only going to do what you tell it to do as long as you're operating it properly, it changes the perception of what it is. And I think that's very important. I think the only way we're going to do that is we have to open ourselves up to be willing to share the experience with others. 
Yeah, maybe we should do some kind of a some stuff in Columbia. Go to USC, grab some students that are you know anti-gun, and take, take them out to the Palmetto State Armory. Yeah, take them to Palmetto State Armory. I still have a really you know great family over there. We can take them in and take them shooting, and let them see the joys of it, and even not the joys, just the comprehension of how it works and why it works that way. And I think it, I think that's the first step: hearts and minds. Maybe we'll partner with Century Arms and do something like that in the coming days. I'm 100 percent in. Hey guys, this is Zoe Warren with Tway for Today. I'm here with Jennifer McKinnis from SDI. Tell us a little bit about the Sonoran Desert Institute. What do you guys do? Yeah, so SDI is an online DEAC accredited college, but we specialize in firearms technology and gunsmithing topics. So we have students from almost all 50 states, not quite, but almost. Uh, we're nationwide, 100% uh, online. Um, our students will take courses in things like kydex forming, armor topics, ballistics, you name it, kind of soup to nuts in the firearms industry. Uh, and they come out with either an advanced, uh, excuse me, uh, an associate of science in firearms technology degree um, or a certificate in firearms technology specific to gunsmithing. Interesting, gunsmithing. That's right. It's almost like a, it's an art form, right? I mean, oh yeah, and it's it's uh, you know a lot of people call it a, a lost art, but we don't feel that way. You know, there's a lot of of um, the, there are a lot of ways to make it modern. You know, so we start with the history of firearms, safety, nomenclature, cycle of operations, work them all the way into things like the modern sporting rifle, for example. And um, we'll even work our students through um, shooting sports management, so they get to kind of come out and have a really good grasp of the breadth of this industry and make their own choices as far as what they want to do. Yeah. Outstanding. Now tell me a little bit about like what people need to do in order to, to get signed up. Yeah, um, SDI.edu is a great place to start. Uh, right on there you can see all of the different programs and courses that we offer. Uh, if a student were to say, yes, this is the right thing for me, we have an amazing admissions department, financial services department. Um, both of our main academic programs are approved for use of TA, VA, and uh, federal student aid based on eligibility. So lots of funding options, uh, and we can help guide them through that whole process. Outstanding, yeah. It seems like there needs to be some a competency increase in the culture of America right now. so I, I think so, yeah. We, we like to think that we're training the future professionals of the firearms industry. Yeah. It's been so nice to see students and graduates here who are like living, breathing embodiments of that. So it, it's really exciting. Mm -hmm.